and welcome back to Spill the D episode 33. Woo woo. Woohoo. That's a good lucky number 33. For those of you who are new, my name is Sabrina and I'm always joined with my beautiful co-host Gina. Hi. Did I call myself Gina? No, no you called yourself I- Sabrina. Sometimes I feel like because <laughs> our names rhyme that I'm just going to say I'm Gina. That's fine. I can be Sabrina for the day. <laughs> I don't mind. But yes, thank you guys so much for listening week after week. We have a fun giveaway going on on our Instagram right now. So if you stay tuned for the end of the episode, sorry, you have to wait. Or will it be the middle? Or are we going to say it in two minutes? I don't know. I guess you have to actually listen and can't just fast forward. We're going to give you guys a code word and it's three extra entries into our giveaway, which is a child millennial, millennium. Millennial. Childless Millennial Pretzel Co. Sweatshirt and a lounge fly. Yeah. It's her fall yeah. favorite sweatshirt. It's actually her bestseller. And it's a little Halloween lounge fly, a little mini backpack. So make sure to go check that out if you haven't already. It's super cute. If you're listening to this on Thursday when it comes out, we are picking a winner tomorrow. So you have till tomorrow at 10 p.m. to get your name in there. I'm going to win. Me too. <laughs> we'll split it. B is going to win. <laughs> Has Rick entered? <laughs> I don't think he did. But if I was him, I would, because that's like a really easy Christmas present. Yeah. I'll tell Luke to make an Instagram to win it for me. Exactly. There we go. Let's get right into the Disney news, because we have some fun topic today. So first bit of Disney news is that there's more and more and more and more 50th anniversary decor at all the parks there's flags everywhere they're adding in different things they just had a huge stage for the abc broadcast of it so it's getting exciting definitely is it's surprising to me i don't know why i didn't think about it but when they started putting the flags into other parks like, it makes sense they're celebrating Walt Disney World Resort as a whole. But in my head, I'm like, well, Magic Kingdom's 50. Everything's going to be there. Yeah, that's exactly I, my thought. Yeah. When I saw the flag in Animal Kingdom, I was like, huh. And I was like, no, I kind of like it. <laughs> I know. It's cool. I hope they, like, deck out all of their different things. Because they did the castle. So, like, I wish that they did something on, like, Tower of Terror and the Tree of Life. I'm sure they'll do some kind of projection. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah. I mean, Spaceship Earth is, like, already the colors, so it works out well. (laughs) It's so exciting. But, yeah, it feels like it's going to be a huge, huge party. Yeah, I agree. And the best part is you have 18 months to get there, so. Yeah. Everyone. I don't think that they – I think if COVID wasn't happening, I don't think the celebration would be that long. Really? I still think it would be at least a year. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, because I'm just thinking, like, when I used to work for Sesame Place, they did the 35th birthday when I worked there, and that went the entire season, which they're not open all year round because they're a amusement park in Pennsylvania, but they did, like, the whole season. That's crazy. And it was all the 35th birthday celebration. We had to learn a new parade, everything. Wow. hmm I guess it, it does make sense for it to be a year because it's, like, 50th year. Mm-hmm. Then when 51 comes, it's going to be like, meh. Meh, who cares? Back to, back to normal. Over it. 
Don't worry. I'm sure they'll make a big deal for the 55th and the 60th. Not as much as they are for the 50th, but still. Just think about it. We're going to be alive for the 100th and we're going to be like, yeah, back in my day. (laughs) They were celebrating the 50th anniversary. Oh, back when they were called Fast Pass. We were not alive for the birthday cake one, huh? No. That is so weird. I wish I was, but no. We, I legit am the age of the cake mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Yeah, you're old. But my, my parents have pictures with it. Have my sisters been there? Oh it would God, probably be your sisters because that was 25 years ago. So you, if you were like, if your parents took you as soon as you came out of your mom, like <laughs> just shot right up, right from Jersey to Orlando, then yeah, you might've been there. Interesting. And depending on how long they did it for, I guess I technically could have been there. That's true. Cause if they kept it for a year we both could have made it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm wearing my 25th yeah. birthday cake sweatshirt on my 25th birthday and I expect a crisp I mean a birthday cake with either that on it or I'll take the Spongebob reference I wonder who makes them I've seen people do that for their birthday have the like birthday cake cake yeah where do I find this I don't know if my friends or family would think to do it because they don't know as well you know true rick might (laughs) rick might but everyone else would definitely which i'm fine with this would go for the spongebob joke where it's like you know it's better than 24 25 oh my god (laughs) and that i'm also totally fine with that's so funny i just want a chill birthday this year (laughs) i want a good chill birthday last year was way too chill like almost non-existent that was two years ago for me because my birthday fell in the first two weeks of COVID, of lockdown. So everyone was like, it's fine. We'll celebrate in a week. No big deal. And then it just kept getting pushed back. So it was like before people were doing the fun drive-bys, we were locked down. I got a bunch of text messages and that was it. People yeah. weren't creative yet because in their head, everything was just pushed back a week or two weeks. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Sorry, so the next thing, (laughs) Shang-Chi in theaters is crushing it. It has a record-breaking Labor Day gross, which I think is interesting. I guess Labor Day is a common time for movies to come out, but it broke the record for the most money made in that first weekend out as the first weekend being Labor Day. That's crazy. It's probably because last Labor Day was not existent and like this is the first movie in a while that people are excited for yeah black widow is not really like a everybody movie it's more like a mcu and some girl fan stuff but like shang chi is like hitting all the like little boxes you know what's funny i was more excited for black widow really i think black and i think black widow probably would have had a bigger audience like realistically because people know her like, this was brand new. But I will say, the previews did not do this movie justice. I went in with the lowest expectations. The previews made it look like such a dark and serious yeah. movie. I remember last week you saying something like you weren't excited to see it. Yeah, and then Rick was like, can we go tonight? And I was like, if there's tickets for nine, we'll go at nine. So we went, and it's 
really funny. Like, the whole beginning of this movie is hilarious. And it does get more serious towards the end. But it still is really funny. Like, the previews did it no justice. Oh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I love his best friend in the movie. I love her. Okay, wait. So this is the only complaint I have about this movie. I really liked her. I haven't actually seen her in anything before, but I really liked her. My only complaint is they keep talking about the timeline and how they're 25 years old. He was 14 when he left. It's been 10 years, blah, blah, blah. They start the movie by saying it's 1996, whatever. So the whole time they're trying to tell you that these people are 25 years old. And these actors are not 25. I was looking at them and I was like, you have got to be at least 30. I looked them up after they were 32 and 33 years old. And it just really threw me off because it was like, Aww. you're not 20. Like, I don't know. It's even if you feel like these are the right actors, would it have messed up everything if you changed their age? And it might have because the MCU is so like interwinding and everything. But it just was bugging the crap out of me because I was like, this man is not 25. And then they showed Aquafina, that's the best friend. And I was like, she is not 25. There's no way. And then no. she's 32 or 33. But she's so funny. Like, oh my God, the they were great. Female. Yeah. I was like, I am obsessed with her. I'm seeing it just for her. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, they were great. And I see why they picked those actors, but it was just bugging me because it was like, there was such an emphasis on the timeline. And then I was like, okay, well maybe they're blipped. And then I was like, no, they're not. I don't think they were blipped because they talked about something else. And then we were trying to figure out like, was it taking place before or after the people returned? And then it was just Little pieces here and there were really confusing, and I will talk to you about it more when we're not on the podcast, because I don't want to give spoilers, and I have a statement. I'll wait till after you see it. Yeah. But the cut scene made my, the whole timeline in my head get even more confused. Interesting. Like, the end credit scene? Yeah. So there is one for this one. There's two. I, like, told Luke that was, like, the Jungle Cruise one happened, and there was no end credit scene for that. <laughs> and he was like already tired and he wake up like five the next day and I was like no there, there's oh like Disney always has one and then that one did not have one because it's not Disney it's just Marvel that always has it well even like like Cruella had one yeah I think Disney started adding them because of how much people love the Marvel ones but like you can't count on a Disney one but you can count on a Marvel one that's true yeah we're taking a while to get through this news <laughs> We haven't talked in a while, that's why. I know, it's really showing right now. <laughs> so, one of my favorite news is, is that the new Club Cool will be opening back in Epcot September 15th. So, they revamped it, and I think there's a part of it where you can, like, shop in it, too. So, it's, like, Mouse Gears plus Club Cool put together in the store. Is it shopping, like, for Coca-Cola products like it used to be? Or is it more Disney products? I think it's more Disney products because I <gasps> saw new ears and a new bag. Oh, oh I saw them. The, gotcha. Like, silver ones? Yeah, they're almost, yeah. like, see-through, I guess. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, so that's going to be exciting. I'm excited for them to be back. To drink your Beverly? Because I can never figure out which one I like. <laughs> you have to go drink them all, and then you're yeah. good. I know for sure it's not Italy. That's Beverly. <laughs> no one no, likes that no. one. <laughs> so next, another opening in Epcot. Space 220 is going to be opening on September 
20th, after years and years of getting this date pushed back, the Space Theme Restaurant will be opening. That's so exciting. I do want to eat there. You and your family should go because you're going to be in Epcot two days. That's true. But we're going to eat at the festival. I doubt that they'll want to eat food. (laughs) That's when, like, you make it for the second day and then do it with the festival like do it for lunch and then do the festival for dinner that's true so if we can get reservations i think that'll be a top choice yeah they haven't announced the reservations yet when they're opening but they have announced that it will be open on september 20th that's so exciting which is really soon those reservations better open up quick i just need them to give me tron date and the guardians of the galaxy like Right, Guardians of the Galaxy so bad. I'm so ready. They just like haven't given us any information. They're keeping us in the dark. It's weird. We'll just send them an email like, hey, it's Sab and Gina from Spill the D. Tell us some information. (laughs) We got people who want info, Disney. Hand it over. Oh my god. But another good good news, the um, monorail is officially Stopping at the Poly again, Polynesian Resort. The front entrance to the lobby is still not open, but you can use the monorail. It looks really pretty. Have you looked at the pictures? Yeah. They did a really good job with it. It makes me very homesick to look at anything Polynesian. Doesn't it? Yeah. Breaks my heart. Like, I look at it and I'm like, I can smell you. Like, I can, like, feel the vibes by going to work every day. I think I need to get, like, the candles. Yeah. I've been fighting it so hard because I think that it just, it's going to make me upset more than, like, happy to have the candles. No, I think it'll make me happy. Like, you know, when some smells just, like, instantly bring you joy, they bring you back, you know? So I think it would make me happy. But that's all for news. Those are some really happy news. What a good week. Yay! First week of September. Second week of September. Second week. By the time you see, by the time you hear this, I looked down and I was like, "Oh, it's the seventh. It's already the seventh. Yes. The tip of the day is actually brought to you by my mother. Thank um, you, Mrs. O'Toole. I called her and I said, "Quick, give us a tip, because Gina and I are running out of things." No, we're just running out of time for this episode. The Labor Day week threw me off. Yesterday, I was like, oh, I got a few days. It's only Sunday. And then I was like, crap, it's Monday night. Monday. Oh, my God. But, yeah, so my mother's tip is that if you don't know what to do next, it's always good to get a break because you're going, you're going, you're going, you're going. So go get a snack. That's a good way to break. So you get your snack, and then you sit and eat. That is the most mom tip I've ever heard. <laughs> yes. It's such a mom tip. It's like, just take a second, collect yourself. I love it because we yeah. would have never said that. <laughs> we get our snack as we're running somewhere else. <laughs> Snacks are for while you're standing in line. Duh. But it, it's true. Sometimes it is really nice to just get a snack and sit and people watch while you eat. And then you can kind of collect yourself and be like, now what? Yeah. Because you don't realize that your feet are tired and, like, you're, like, fully drained until you sit down and eat that snack. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I needed this. Yeah. Why did no one tell me I haven't eaten in six hours? <laughs> but, yeah, that's a good that's a good tip of the day. Thanks, That's Bob. a really good tip. Thanks, Mrs. O'Toole. <laughs> Let's get right into our topic since we keep veering. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. 
before we start our topic, so our topic is about live action movies. I actually found out that Disney has 17 more live action movies planned. Yeah, they're not playing around. This is crazy. On that list is The Hunchback, Lilo and Stitch, Another Peter Pan, and a sequel to the live action Aladdin. Because it was that good. (laughs) It was that good. It deserves it. Yeah. That's exciting. Oh my god, Will Smith is going to be like... How old as heck? (laughs) Seriously, he's going to be the oldest genie. He's already, he's not young. No, he's pushing it. I watched one of his new things versus like Hitch and I was like, oh, honey. <laughs> yeah, he's 52. Wait, when you think Will Smith, you think Hitch? I love Hitch. I watch that all the time. Your mind doesn't go to like Fresh Prince Fresh of Bel Air? Yeah, but the, he's like super young in that. Like I was going for like. Okay, that's fair. Later than his teens. That's fair. So we decided today, because of all these live actions, we are going to make some lists of the live action movies that have already come out that we thought were perfectly cast. So we just picked out characters who we thought that Disney really nailed. And then I have two that I thought were badly cast. How many do you have? I think I have two. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if any of ours are going to match. I don't know where to start. I'm going to start with Colin Farrell as Holt in Dumbo. Didn't see that coming, did you? I haven't seen a live action one of Dumbo. So he plays the dad of the two kids. And I think it could just be because I'm a really big Colin Farrell fan. I really like him. But I thought that he was a really good pick for that movie. I had to look him up. He's also from... Save Mr. Banks. Yeah, he's the dad in it. Which, if that was a remake, I probably would have said that one too for him because I really like him. Yeah, he's a fantastic actor. The only thing, though, is I don't remember in the original Dumbo if Holt was an actual character or not. So it kind of goes a little bit against what I think we were aiming for with this episode for me to pick him. But just as somebody in a live-action movie, I thought he did really well. Very cool. I did not do Dumbo because I haven't seen it. It's cute. I do, it's on my list of things to watch, but I keep wa- re-watching like Iron Man and Guardians of the Galaxy. Fair. <laughs> I can blame you and Rick for that. <laughs> You're welcome. We changed your life in a good way. So I'm actually going to jump to Beauty and the Beast. I don't know if I've said this already, but I do not like them casting a famous actress that is already famous for something else to be this oh my god you just jumped right into the don't likes i thought we were doing the do likes no i'm jumping right into this because i talk about all the time like she's hermione granger she cannot be Belle. there's she's confusing everybody (laughs) okay so i actually have her on my list as being badly cast but i have different reasons yeah so i I also think she looks like a tomboy and Belle. i picture more of like a beautiful elegance that's not supposed to be in the town and like she fits right into that she like fits into the town she's not like she doesn't stand out to me i guess who would you have cast instead of her Lily Collins. Wasn't that who she was, like, auditioning against? I have no idea. But when I think of, like, Belle, I think of someone that's, like, 
unreal beautiful that could never like some I could play Belle <laughs> but with her playing Belle she did you she just call was, yourself unreally beautiful <laughs> no I'm saying like Hermione Granger is so normal I guess is what I'm trying to say <laughs> that, like they needed Lily Collins to like be this beautiful thing that stands out okay that's how I see it. I was really upset when they said Hermione Granger was going to be her. What's her name in real life? Emma Stone? Emma, Emma Watson. Watson. Yeah. So that was heartbreaking to me. I hate when they do that. Okay. I have Emma Watson on my badly cast list too. But I have totally different reasons that I'm not nearly as passionate as you are. <laughs> I think that she actually did a really good job with the role. And with what she was given to work with, I think she is the reason that live actions are still working for Disney. Because they got such a big actress to play it, it made people want to go see it. Because I still, to this day, think that they wasted money on Cinderella. Like, I know that they had, what is her name? Bellatrix. Huh? Lily James? No. That's the girl who played Cinderella. As soon as I say this, you're going to be like, oh. I loved the Cinderella. Helena Bom- Bottom Carter. Helena Bottom. Oh, yes. Bottom. Helena Bottom Carter. So they had her. So they did have some big names, but I just don't think they picked a big enough name for Cinderella. And that's why no one wanted to go. So I think that they made the right move with having Emma Watson as Belle. And that's why they have. 17 more films in the workings comes back to Emma Watson being Belle. My reasoning is I didn't think that she had the vocals for it. Interesting. I thought her singing was kind of mediocre. She had a few notes that she did like, oh, wow, look, she can sing. But I just felt like she was kind of talking to the music. Where in Beauty and the Beast, Belle sings. Yeah. And she sings well. So I just felt like they kind of compromised on the vocals just to have a bigger actress and like I said I think she played the part great I think she was a really good Belle I just think that there were actresses who could have sang better you are Disney you have enough money to go out there and get someone who can do it all yeah do a Troy Bolton bet on it but yeah that I I agree with those points as well I think I was just more upset with they even did it with Ryan Reynolds he was Deadpool and the Green Lantern you can't be both Well, Green Lantern is DC. Deadpool is Marvel. Yeah, she did Universal and Disney. I'm just saying, like, he's... Oh. He can't be both, is what... It's just too... It's too much for me to handle, like... Okay, there's a lot of actors who have done both, though. Chris Evans was two different Marvel characters. I know that's not your point, but I'm just saying. Like, there's a lot of actors who have done both. What was he... He played, I think, Quicksilver in the X-Men when he was younger and then became Captain America. And he was in Fantastic Four. Maybe I meant to say Fantastic Four. He was he was the fire guy. Okay, that's what I meant. Torch? <laughs> Torch? Is that what it is? He might have also been whatever you're saying. Fantastic Four. I don't know why I said X-Men. This is good. <laughs> this is nice. This is nice. But yeah, I think... Like, there's so many actresses and actors out there that they didn't need to recast all of these people as the same, like, as superheroes and as 
Well, they can't just, like, get one job and then be done with their career. I mean, realistically, Emma Watson probably could. I'm sure she is financially completely fine from Harry Potter. But, yeah, so it's just, like, that was a big, that was a big role. And then she was doing all seven, eight? This was all after Harry Potter. Harry Potter's. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, she was Hermione Granger. She could just do low roles like Daniel Radcliffe. (laughs) Daniel Radcliffe is starring on Broadway. Oh, really? Yeah. He played in, like, this really scary movie we watched in the mm-hmm. car. He was in a horror movie at one point, too. <laughs> Rupert Grint is, like, a star of a Amazon Prime show? Hulu show? I don't know. Rupert yeah. starring in something. I don't know. Very cool. But, yeah. So, that was just my big <sighs> moment was, like, why I didn't want to see it. But, like, of course, Belle's my favorite princess, so I'm going to go see it. Okay. Well, now give me one that you like. Okay. I think i'm going to look up his name i think the guy that they chose for aladdin was that is mina masoud masoud sorry guys we're gonna butcher some of these names i'm really sorry we don't know actors or actresses though we're doing the best we can bear with us but yeah i think he played a fantastic aladdin i had no hope for this I was going to see it because, you know, it's got to support Disney, nothing else to do in Hilo, Hawaii. (laughs) And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to see this. And it has Will Smith. So, and he actually shocked me how good of Aladdin he was. On my list, I have written all of the Aladdin cast. Yeah. Because I also think Naomi Scott was the perfect Jasmine I don't think they could have found anyone better than her and her vocals. I literally was talking about her singing voice last week. Like, I am obsessed with them. And I just think that I don't think that they could have found anyone better. She had the look. She had the acting skills and the singing skills. Heck, yeah, go Naomi Scott. (laughs) I also am a really big New Girl fan. And one of the girls, oh, she was the, like, assistant. Is that what I want to call it? Handmaid. Yeah, the handmaid. I love her. I'm obsessed with her as an actress. She's a new girl? Yeah. She's Winston's girlfriend towards the end. Oh, I never made it all the way through that show. And they're both like crazy cat people and I love it. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I could see that. She's funny. She is funny and like, she's just like quick. Mm -hmm. And like her and Will Smith are both quick. So it was like nice to have them act together. Yeah. I thought Will Smith did a really good job as the genie. I know people were upset because he did it differently than Robin Williams, but I just think that if he would have done it like Robin Williams, he would not. There's nobody who could have done it like Robin Williams and succeeded. So I think that the, him putting his own spin on it was better. Yeah, definitely. When he calls his top knot his little cherry on top, I lose it. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> yeah, I think they did really, really well with that casting. Yeah. That was a good one. I enjoyed that movie. I definitely want to watch it again. I just haven't had time. To watch it all the time. But also Jasmine's my favorite princess. So at least they did mine right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who else you got? So we'll circle back to Cinderella. I actually really love, I'm going to call her Lily James. And if that's wrong, I'm sorry. The girl that plays. I think that's right. So this is the Cinderella movie that came out in 2015. Yes. Yeah. So this 2015 Cinderella um, with Lily James and Richard Madden, who 
if you watch Game of Thrones, this is so uh, complete 180 from Cinderella. But I actually really enjoy them. I will say the captain of his guard, Nanso Inozi. I love him. I think he was my favorite character in the whole movie. But I did not like the evil stepmom. Like the actress? Yeah. I didn't. Kate Blanchett. Yeah. She didn't feel like an evil stepmom to me. Like, I almost felt sorry for her instead of, like, hating her. Maybe that was the point. Yeah. To give it, like, a twist on the normal hating Lady Tremaine. Maybe they wanted you to have that sympathy for her. That's sad. But if I wanted to hate a character, I think I would have put Meredith Blake from Parent Trap as the evil stepmom. Like that actress? Yes. Oh my god. I think she would do a fantastic job at being the evil stepmom. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I, yeah. I do think she would. I think that would be so fun. That's funny. Yeah, no, I just I didn't think this movie's casting was great. I don't know, was Lily James already in She was not famous yet? I'm looking at what she's in right now. And Mama she, Mia. She, this only has her as being in the second Mamma Mia, the one from yeah, 2018. She's, she's, oh my God, why can't I think of her name? She was in Downton Abbey. She's like her when she's younger. Amanda Seyfried? No. Amanda Seyfried would have made a good Cinderella. I don't think so. I don't think she's as pretty to be a princess. I feel like that's rude to say. I just think <laughs> Lily James is like so but She's gorgeous. She's, she's gorgeous. Just, uh, she didn't have her name out there yet. Yeah. But that's where I think they made a mistake. I think they should have picked at least not even like a crazy well-known name. It didn't like, I just don't think in any, at that point, no one really knew. I'm looking at what she was in and she was in a lot of like classic things. She wasn't in, and by classic, I mean like classic time period things like yeah. things set in olden time and that's not something everyone watches you know but she has like that face it's almost like Kira Knightley Kira Knightley has like a face of like old time things yeah oh yeah Meryl Streep she's young Meryl Streep oh okay but it fits so well like they like fit well yeah <laughs> I had seen the Cinderella in the movie theater with my mom and I just thought the whole story was really sweet See, so, yeah, so I saw it one time and it was not memorable to me. I barely remember it. I just remember being annoyed. I still hate the fact, this is the part I remember, that she met him in the woods. This has nothing to do with the casting. I'm just still just going to complain. She met him in the woods. It's not how Cinderella meets her Prince Charming. That is how Aurora meets her Prince Charming. Disney, what were you doing? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Sorry. Uh. <gasps> <laughs> you're gonna like my next one passionate <laughs> yeah oh yeah it makes me so mad you can change things here or there but like don't give her the part me of what too. of what happened to another princess at least come up with something brand new oh i like johnny depp as the mad hatter yeah. <sighs> i will stick with the alice in wonderland i do not like alice I like Wonderland. <laughs> and it even sticks true with the live action of them. I hate Alice in the cartoon. I hate Alice in the real life stuff. She just really bothers me. You know when I like Alice? Once upon a time. I don't think I made it far, far enough to meet 
Alice. In the last season, she's actually Captain Hook's daughter. It's like so twisted how they get from one thing to the next. The last season, not good. Like if you're watching it, just stop at season eight. But the girl who plays Alice, I really like her. And I like the character that they have for her. You know, the Mad Hatter is Bucky. (laughs) Yeah, that's part of the reason I started watching the show. As soon as I saw him pop up, I was like, that's Sebastian Stan. That's Sebastian Stan. And then we kept watching because that's like season one. Yeah. That was a fun, that was a fun episode. Wow. I kind of want to watch it again. I'm going to rewatch it once I finish season nine. I've been stuck on season nine for like six months now. Because it's just not good. I like the whole cast. I even oddly like Anne Hathaway as the, like the weird put together queen. Mm -hmm. The white queen. The white queen. I like her, but I just don't enjoy Alice. And I don't think any actress is going to fix my hate for her. I think it's just like her character bothers me so much. That's fair. It happens. That movie, I don't think is that great. I actually went and saw it in the theaters with Girl Scouts when it came out. I didn't think it was that great. But I thought Johnny Depp was the perfect pick for the Mad Hatter. For the way that they wanted the Mad Hatter portrayed, they nailed it. For some reason, my brain always puts the Alice in Wonderland and Into the Woods together. Gotcha. So then I'm like, wait, he was the the wolf. Nope, Mad Hatter. But I definitely, I like that movie. Do you I have any? a lot of hate for it. Because it's weird. It's yeah. a weird movie. They, they casted well. Give me another good one. I like, I know that this is just her voice, but I like Scarlett Johansson for Ka, the snake in the Jungle Book. Oh, I forgot she did that. Yeah. When I was looking at, like, actors and actresses who did that, I think that was so good. She was, like, a creepy, like, follow me into the dark kind of voice Mm -hmm. for the snake, and it worked really well. I'd follow her into the dark. Yeah. (laughs) To get coiled up. (laughs) Oh, Scarlett Johansson, coil me up. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I I think she was a perfect fit for that. I don't want to call it a role, the voiceover. It's a role. It's a live action role, but it's like one of mine is the same idea. It's the live action, but it's really just a whole lot of CGI. Yeah, which is basically what it is. Do you have Corella on your list? I do. I do also. And <laughs> I think she was fabulous. I don't think that they could have picked a better Corella. Emma Stone? Yeah. You know, it's so funny. I watched the previews for it, and she did that stupid voice that she does, where she makes her voice deeper as Corella. And I was like, oh, she's going to, like, this sucks. This is not going to be good. She's going to do this voice the whole time. And then when they make fun of it in the first, like, two minutes of her doing it, I was like, oh, it's funny. Okay, I like it. Is. Yeah. And they're like, why is your voice like that? And then I was like, okay, I officially love this. She's great. Perfectly cast. Love it. Yeah. No, I, I like pretty much all of her roles. Anything she plays, she does a fantastic job at. I agree. She's a very good actress. Yeah. And I also thoroughly enjoy the butler guy. Mark Strong. I love him. I think he did a really good job. What else is he in? He's, 
I did not put two and two together. He's the evil guy from Shazam. I think he's in Devil Wears Prada. I just him? looked him up and he's in a bunch of stuff I do not know. He's not in Devil Wears Prada. Oh, I'm thinking of Stanley Tucci. Oh, I love Stanley Tucci. Yeah. So he is in Kingsman. He's in Shazam is the bad guy. I have her as being someone that I love in the movie. And I also think Emma Thompson killed it. Perfectly cast. Who's Emma Thompson? Emma Thompson played the Baroness. Ah. And I thought she was really good. Like, without giving away any spoilers, because that one's still a newer movie, so we won't go too far into talks with this one. She was good. Yeah, she did. She's like thoroughly surprised me because of her role in Saving Mr. Banks was so dry. Mm -hmm. I was nervous about her being the Baroness. I think that's just how good of an actress she is because think of how she is in Harry Potter as Trelawney. Guys, you can't see it, but Seb's jaw just dropped. I just blew her mind. Oh my God. Like she's just that good of an actress. (laughs) Yeah. I just never think you're not putting together, so that's mm-hmm. just really funny. And I think she was perfectly cast in that, too. She's good. I like her. Okay, I'm going to do my bad one now. And I think this is going to be a really controversial one. Oh, no. I don't know about between me and you, but I think this is a super unpopular opinion, and a lot of listeners might turn off the episode. By the way, if you were listening for the code word for the giveaway, go ahead, Sab. What is it? Was it pretzel? Pretzel. Pretzel. So code word is pretzel. DM us on Instagram at spill the D pod. There are some stupid giveaway things that are impersonating us. So make sure you have the right one. We are public, not private. And we have many posts. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Go ahead over to us and DM us for three extra entries with the code word pretzel. Perfect. Okay, so back to my controversial, I think this was awfully cast and I did not enjoy it. Oh no. I absolutely hated Beyonce as Nala. Oh, I agree. Ah, I bet you people are screaming at their phones right now. I apologize. I, I'm not yeah. sorry. She wasn't good. She did this weird thing with her voice. I think Beyonce has a great voice when she sings, and she was doing some weird thing for half of her song. Yeah. I, I don't understand. And then her acting, I just thought, was dry. Yes, I agree thoroughly with, with everything you're saying. I also think that your theory about Emma Watson playing bell is the same with beyonce to get people to watch it yes but they had so many other big actors and actresses in that movie that they didn't need her and i don't know like if it makes me wonder like if she wasn't as famous as she is and she went and auditioned for that role she wouldn't have got that probably not she has a good voice she doesn't have a good broadway voice which is what lion king songs sound more like broadway than they do her song so yeah that's fair she was making her voice into a broadway song and it wasn't going over well because she's she's a pop singer like she's just not a not a broadway yeah i agree and then i think also kind of the same idea she has acted in things before 
but this is voice acting because yeah. it's cgi i don't think that she did a good job i just don't she wasn't good and everyone after i was like i left the theater and i was like damn beyonce just embarrassed herself and i was ready to see everyone else with that opinion because to me it was in my opinion very apparent that she didn't do a good job and everyone was like, oh my god, Queen B, yes, so good. And I was like, did we watch the same movie? Yeah. I think if people, like, love Beyonce, like, are a fan, go to concerts, like, obsessed with her, they enjoyed her being that because they support her. You know but- what, though? I love the Jonas Brothers, and I can still tell you Kevin Jonas did awful in Camp Rock. He's a bad actor. Like, oh, oh, they they all did. Even like, like watching back, like Joe is not good at all either. Yeah, like you still need to be able to form your opinions, and it's just yeah, it wasn't good. No, no, I remember waiting to watch that one until I was with my family, and we went to the movie theater, and we watched it, and I remember like being okay with falling asleep. Like, I just traveled from Hawaii over to Jersey, and I was like, I'm okay with falling asleep, because this is, this is not what I thought it was going to be, and I love The Lion King, and I was just like, they're just really trying to, like, do, like, scene for scene, everything the same. That one was very Like, a different take on it, I guess. And I was really upset. I also... I love Seth Rogen, but why? <laughs> oh, I thought he did great. You didn't like oh, Seth Rogen? No. I thought he was so good. I thought Donald Glover was really good, too. Yeah. I didn't know who he was, and we left, and I was like, wow, the guy who played Simba was so good. And everyone was like, well, he's a uh, professional singer. And I was like, oh, who is it? <laughs> they told me his oh, name as if I should know exactly who he was. Nope, no clue. Is he... Oh my god, I can't ever remember this. I always get Childish Gambino and Chance the Rapper mixed up. He is Childish Gambino. Yes, there we go. Again, Childish Gambino, they said to me, and my first thought was, you know, in Sandlot, when they're like, the great Bambino, and that was all I could think of, and I was like, I have no clue what you're talking about. Why are you quoting Sandlot to me right now? (laughs) Oh no. And that's how little I know about music and whatever. But yeah, Beyonce is mine. I just thought that there were so many actresses who could have done better. I'm sure there are maybe some unknown ones, but I also have written here Selena Gomez. Because oh. she can sing and act, and she's done voiceover work. And her voice is definitely, like, for Nala. Because Nala is still young. Yeah. Beyonce is, like, an older like defined voice yeah like Selena Gomez has like a higher pitched voice Mm -hmm. which could have done better and I didn't really think that Beyonce and Donald Glover's voices went together well and I think him and Selena Gomez would have went together really well that is a good point and I'm sure she wasn't even considered for the role but if I was casting (laughs) she would have been at least thought of up to me yes so was she your other didn't like it or do you have a different one that you don't like no, that was definitely, like, in the back of my mind, but I wasn't really, like, going for Lion King, because they just didn't have any humans, so it okay. was, like, eh. Plus, I watched it once, and I fell asleep during it, so. Okay, then who's your other don't like them? So, not that it's an actor or actress's fault with Mulan. 
I'm just waiting for my guy, you know, <laughs> like there was no love interest. And I, you know how like people are excited about like Flynn Rider as like a cartoon. I love they would like be so excited for him to be like a real life actor, like actor. And he'd oh, yeah. be, be like, oh my God, you're in the flesh. That's me with, oh my God, what is his name? Oh, it's Shang. Shang. Yeah. So with Shang. I think he's the sexiest cartoon character that's ever existed in this whole world. <laughs> that would be a fun, like, bracket on our Instagram. Sexy sexiest cartoon. cartoon. Have <laughs> Flynn Rider and Shag and Rider. Yes, so that was, the, that was upsetting to me because when I was watching Mulan, I was looking out for him, like, waiting for him to show up, and he never did, and they never had, like, a real... They had, like, moments with her and, like, this other guy, but it wasn't Shang. You know who would have made a good Shang, actually? <gasps> the guy who just played Shang-Chi. Or Shang-Chi. Gotta have the man bun. You know? Well, if they grew his hair out, but that yeah. guy is, like, he's built. Yeah. <laughs> he's built nice. <laughs> but, yeah. So, that was what I was waiting for. I think okay. everybody in Mulan was fantastic. I did enjoy the movie if it was called something else I think I would have enjoyed it but it was called Mulan so I was picturing more like tiny you wanted Eddie Murphy Mushu coming at me yeah yeah that's fair so it wasn't really bad casting it was lack thereof yeah like where was the casting of him <laughs> gotcha okay so role? let's end on a good one okay my last one that I think was really perfectly cast is Josh Gad as LeFou. Oh my god, I was like, where are we going with this? I forgot he was, but yes, I agree, 100%. Perfectly cast, I think he played it perfectly, perfect, just perfect, I don't know what other word to use, he nailed it. This, this scene of Gaston's song, like, nailed that it. made me so happy that he was chosen absolutely nailed it he did so good he is such a good actor and like I'm sure your brother's gonna listen to this and tear us apart because we know actually nothing about film and are going at this but like like his physical comedy is such a huge part of his comedy style and I think that's why part of the reason he nails LeFou like he's so yeah. good and like he is a short stout funny side man yeah and like they played guest on really well to fit those two roles. Like yes. they, they yes, Tom was them. cast really well too. He was older than I was expecting, but I liked it. Yeah. And I think he was Bill, right? Yes. So yeah. He plays something else. He's Luke Evans. He's in Dracula. Yes. So he played a really creepy role before I had seen this one. So he just always plays the bad guys. I wouldn't call the Dracula movie, like, the bad guy. But yes, I thoroughly agree with Josh Gad. I think yeah. any role he plays is funny. He was also a new girl. <laughs> I remember him in New Girl. He was Bearclaw. Yeah. He, he played a good Bearclaw. He just kept talking and talking and talking. And I remember watching it with someone and they being like, Savvy kind of reminds me of you. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that because he's really funny but kind of weird. Yeah. There was another movie I was watching the other day and like the person kept talking and I thought they were annoying and Luke smiled at me and was like, that's you. I was like, oh. 
Isn't that the worst? The one time I had to watch something in class and there was this really annoying voiceover for it. And this person turned to me and said, she kind of sounds like you. My ears felt like they were bleeding listening to this woman talk. And they were like, she kind of sounds like you. And I was like, <gasps> oh my God. Wait, I remember who it is. The rainbow shaped girl from Monsters at Work. Kelly Kapoor. Yeah. But Mindy, like Mindy Kaling. Mindy Kaling. Yeah. But like her role. So like when she, because Luke and I had just started the series over again so he could watch them. And when she's introduced and takes him down to Miss. My sister said that that was me when she's like, we were, we were best friends in college. And he's like, well, we had one class together. She was like, that's you. And I was like, uh, no. That was, I think because she just kept talking and she's like, we'll just go down. I'll take you down here. And I was like, just sitting there like, cause I think she's really annoying. And then he was like, oh, it's kind of like you. And I was like, oh. that's funny. I like when she's like, look at us. You finished college, got your degree and I dropped out and we're in the same spot. Crazy how life works out. And I was like, oh, shot to the heart. <laughs> oh. They're really attacking some people there. But the money you owe is like me, and mine is like me. <laughs> I think that's all we have, though. Now we're just rambling about things we enjoy. <laughs> that is all we have for today, listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, get that code word. Go DM it to us. We'll give you three more entries. You, they'll yeah. help you. They definitely will. You'll want those extra entries with the many people that are interested in this giveaway. Yeah. We're all interested. I'm interested. Sab's interested. I, I want to win. I, I want to win. Away. <laughs> no one, nobody's going to know. We're going to know. But yeah, guys, again, thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to follow us on social media or DM us that or email us that, whatever, it is at Spill the Deep Pod. Our tiktok and instagram are both at spill the d pod and then our gmail is spill the d pod at gmail.com so head on over there give us a follow send us a message say hello we're super talkative people and i work at a desk all day so i'll answer you pretty quick if it's monday to friday <laughs> and i'll answer you pretty quick if it's monday <laughs> perfect that's it <laughs> but that is it guys so thank you so much again. And until next week, we'll see you at the castle. No, I can't. Hello. I don't say hello. You know what I mean? <laughs>